whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello everyone, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. We have a mini episode today with Esmeralda Colabone, amazing, beautiful, mesmerizing artist who was one of our very first guests at the podcast. And if you want to go back to the full interview with her, check the episode number 13, which I will also link in the show notes to this current episode. And in the full interview, we talked so much about musicality, about her approach to getting ready for performances, her story of a signature costume piece turban that she wears so frequently these days for her uh, performances and kind of became literally her signature uh, costume element. All this will be available in the full interview, link will be in the show notes. But for this specific episode, I decided to highlight just a little part of what we talked uh, uh, back then and mainly I had on my mind professional dancers who may struggle with the same uh, problem. It does not apply only to professional dancers, that just was something on my mind. The situation that once dance become our job or just some like more really day-to-day um, reality, it's often there is a risk that it will slip and get into the sense of routine, that we will lose our emotion, lose our enthusiasm or or passion to dance. And that happens uh, quite often. Actually, I think almost all like professional experienced dancers, uh, most likely at some point in their career, they went through, uh, through this stage. And there are many different options and ways how to bring back your emotions to dance and how to feel fulfilled again. In this mini episode, uh, of course, this will be just one possible suggestion or option as a reminder for you that you need, if you are feeling anything like that, you simply need to take at least some step and possibly listening uh, to this um, short part of the interview with Esmeralda can uh, help you to find out what kind of step you need or in which direction or your first step to get back to happiness and fulfillment uh, with dance. I wish everyone be safe and healthy and never lose your passion and enthusiasm uh, with uh, uh, dancing. But uh, even if that happens, just know that's uh, just a little bump on the road. And there are many different ways on how to get back to your emotional joy from dancing and uh, here will be just that suggested one of these possible options just enjoy but i also know that you had the training in ballet jazz and contemporary before you start uh, ballet dance do you think it influenced in any way your uh, ballet dance journey or it was just something happened before ballet dance <laughs> Well, ba- classic ballet and jazz was before belly dancing. Contemporary came after belly dancing. Mm. And uh, when it comes to jazz and ballet, technically it didn't 
make any difference. I'll, I'll tell you honestly. I never wanted to mix techniques, even though it's hard not to, you know. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I think I expressed myself bad. It's just that I, I didn't want to use it. I, I just don't want people to look at me and say, oh, she knows ballet. Oh. You know, I, tr I try to have this sensibility of trying the same step over and over to see if it's fitting on an Arabic body in an Arabic uh, movement. If it's not too, you know, if the lines are not too straight, if my body is not too convex and, and so on. This is very important to me. But I can say that discipline and that thirst of doing the right thing, doing the right step and being 100% connected to what I'm doing first without being too attached to what I'm wearing or if my face is perfect. This is something that I learned from classic ballet and jazz. It's about what are you doing? It's about your discipline. How many times are you able to repeat? Are you ready to repeat a thousand times until it's perfect? So this discipline comes from there. The contemporary was very important to me in a phase where I didn't know how to deal with my emotions anymore. I was too automatic. I was already eight years in Arabic countries and... Uh, I, I didn't, you know, you know, sometimes we're not too happy to dance. Mm. We're not in the mood. We're humans. You know, I was working Monday to Monday. And uh, some days I was like, oh, my God. So I just, I just put play on myself mm -hmm. and go. And that started to become a habit. And I was like. This is not taking me anywhere. I need to change this. And so I start. Uh, I remember that time I was living in Dubai. And oh my God, I'm so ashamed now because I cannot remember the name of the teacher. But this woman was so wonderful. She used to work for Cirque du Soleil. And she was living in Dubai for a while. And a friend told me about her classes. Like, you have to do her classes. It's amazing. And it was a, the first time in many, many years that I was really, you know, opening up, screaming, and using all my power without thinking, oh, is this okay for the stage? Is this okay? You know, she really put me out of my comfort zone. Of course, I didn't take this to the stage. Mm -hmm. It was just a personal study, but it helped me a lot because I start paying attention more on where my emotions were. Um, sorry, that, that's that's my baby. <laughs> she's she's excited because she's she's playing. Um, because, because as I said, I was so automatic that I was not paying attention anymore. You know, it was like, oh, I was automatic today. Oh, well, tomorrow's another day. I was not in a hurry to do something about it. And when I started studying contemporary technique, I was like, 
I finished my show and I, and I was, okay, it was, it was still automatic. I need to do something about it. What can I do? Let's change the song. Let's do something different. Let's change the arrangement. I want to do this song again, but I don't want tabla. I want to do a taxim before. I start exploring on how could I do that music over and over because you know, sometimes you have to do the same song over and over every single day because people want mm -hmm. to hear it, they, they want to see it. But I needed to refresh my emotions on it. Mm. So it was amazing. So uh, did it mean that basically trying some new, in this case, dance style was the way to reconnect to ballet dance and to your passion? I think not to belly dance, technically speaking, but to my emotions, to my uh, mm. commitment to my work. Because when you work in Arab countries, especially United Arab Emirates, you're, you're an entertainer, you're a show girl, a show woman. You're there representing the Arabic culture, the belly dance. And uh, you need to be beautiful. Your costume needs to be beautiful. And your dance must be uh, beautiful. It's like, it's a balance. Mm -hmm. And um, they, don't, they don't care if you don't cry. They don't care if you're not feeling the violin and crying with the violin. They don't care. Actually, they don't want you to cry with the violin because it's too much. So you, you start moderating your emotions mm. and this is really bad. I mean, at least for me, I, I think it's really bad because you, you don't, you don't um, allow yourself anymore. You're just attached to that pattern. So it was important to me to scream, you know? I remember that this teacher told me, when was the last time that you scream while you're dancing? And I, I just look at her like, what? what? You want me to scream like now? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, can you do that? I said... I can try, and if if you <laughs> if you see some videos, you will see me screaming. I'll never forget that. I I, I scream till today. I scream with my audience. I talk with my audience, mm. and this made a whole difference for me. That's interesting. Like uh, so many artists having so many different uh, relationships with uh, other styles. Like some are. Uh, saying all oh, studying different dance styles can help your ballet dance technique. Some others saying, oh, it can actually harm your ballet dance technique. But uh, it's actually the first time I'm hearing that it actually was helping to... And it's actually obvious, but interesting to hear that it was helping to connect back to emotions and uh, sort of the reasons why keep dancing and like I mean from artistic point of view not losing the passion to it uh, because I remember even in one of the previous podcast episodes we talked to Katerina Siham uh, and she was also telling how much in the Middle East specifically in Emirates they pay attention to visual aspect of dance not necessarily its essence absolutely <laughs> uh, let's see absolutely no 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 essence is just something <laughs> For them, I, I don't. I don't know her, but I, I follow her on Instagram. I think she's great, and I saw that she had also the the experience on working in Arabic countries, especially in United Arab Emirates. So I, I I was already following her when I saw that. I was like, oh, we have something in common. That was so amazing. And yes, 
they they need you to be perfect visually speaking you know so this this can be a huge problem to your essence to your ballerina soul after a while and so i i would say if i if i could say it here everyone needs to try something different different sorry once in a while because belly dance is my life but there are aspects of me as an artist not as a dancer but as an artist that needs other other reasons other other uh other things to 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 be awake yeah, absolutely. you know what i mean i i don't know if i'm explaining myself well but uh for example something that i love to do i i love to go to to museums and to just stay there staring at the, at the paintings and all the colors or sometimes no colors i try to understand that i try i try to see a a paint full of colors and have i ever danced like that so explosive so full of yellow and orange and or or no i'm i'm seeing something else it's it's just a, a carbon on paper and i'm like have i ever been like that just a carbon on paper just just pale just just nothing this is really important because made us think out of the box and you can believe me you can translate that to your dance belly dance is belly dance it's a life culture it's a technique that no other technique can teach you how to do it but yes other art expression can teach you much about yourself about your emotion about your limits and that will make a difference that's it for today guys but before you go away don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends and if you post it on social media please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast thanks for being with us and i'll see you next week same time same place